Welcome to the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasiti Fly Shops with locations in Bryson City and Silver, North Carolina. Be sure to follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasiti Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and YouTube at Tuckasiti Fly Shop for the latest information and, and instructional videos. Be sure to visit TuckFlyShop.com for all things fly fishing in Western North Carolina and beyond. Today's episode is brought to you by Norvice. From their original 1970s prototype to their new legacy stainless steel vice, Norvice has been committed to one thing, efficiency. The company's long-standing slogan, tie better flies faster, truly encompasses what the Norvice fly tying system does. The good folks at Norvice believe you deserve to tie your flies consistently and in less time because of the ease and benefits engineered into this outstanding tying system. For more information, visit www.norvice.com and check them out on YouTube to see how you can maximize your tying time by relying on the functions and benefits of the tested and true Norvice. I'm your host, Big Mess, Shannon, joined by Bobby the Bearded Wonder Bennett, and welcome to the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon. Hi. Hello, everybody. We are missing uh, Dell, Coach Dell Diesel Collins. He's been out on the water floating uh, with some folks there, and I think he might be selling the Lexus. It's done. Oh, it's done. Yeah, he had to go to the bank and do all that it's fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, so uh, so the Lexus saga is over. I think he's buying another one. I think so too, man. He he was he was working that pretty hard yesterday and really uh, really uh, you know quizzing me about pre-owned versus new. Yeah, and I'm like they ain't budging off no price. <laughs> it ain't happening. It ain't not happen. right now. It seems like cars are selling. So yeah. So who knows? So, so this is. Uh, I mean, he did all that work to it, and bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. So see ya. See ya. But anyway, it is uh, it is uh, the week of uh, demo days at Tuckasiti Fly Shop coming That's up right. this weekend. So we definitely want to hit on that here today, October 17th at uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Tim, Tim O'Neill, Braden Miller will be set up here in the shop, and we will be doing Norvice demo days. And this is a great time for you to test drive a vice if we can throw car sales in there, but uh, test drive, test that's spin a vice, watch how it's, um, you know, the system works. And I, I think that's the most confusing part uh, with that, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what everybody says is it looks complicated. People that never tie always say fly tying looks complicated. And, and it is in some aspects, but once you do it, it's not bad. And, you know, a system like that just makes it that much easier. It's just getting to touch it and see how it works. And yeah. First time somebody saw a radio, they were probably like, what the heck is this, right? So, Absolutely. Bunch of buttons. Yeah, you know, um, I know when I was looking at making the purchase to, you know, to a different vice, um, and I seen that and was watching, uh, you know, the late Norm Norlander do those videos, and you're trying to make a decision is, you know, is that for me or is it not for me? And, um, you know, you just you go out on a limb in some cases. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I, you know, it came, I was, you know, was excited, got it put together and load the, load the, you know, the bobbin spools and get thread in there and try to spin and whammo, I failed. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, I say, you know, a little frustration level kind of kicked in a little bit, you know, did I make the right purchase or wrong purchase? And, and, and you know, it's one of those things that, um, let me slow down. Let me try not to go too fast. Let's let's not go, you know, yeah. uh, race speed quite yet. Let's just kind of get our feet underneath this and get to walking a little bit and see what know, it turns it, into. It, you know, it clicked. It, it took a little bit, but but it clicked. And now I'm I'm totally lost if I'm not on the thing. And, yeah. And uh, this is where a demo day uh, really helps eliminate some of that. 
Yeah, you get to see it in action, how it works. I think you get to see it's possible. Like, okay, I see how it works. I see people doing it. I get to spin it, play with it, maybe tie a fly on it. Who knows? And feel better about it. Yeah. Justify that purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is, and it's, it is an investment, but it's also a system. Yeah. No other vice out there. There's a lot of great vices. They'll tell you that, but. But this one here is a system for sure. So, so come so, check it out. Come check it out. There's going to be a lot of inventory here for you as well to purchase. So if you have a Norvice and you want to upgrade maybe to some different hubs, the Magnum hubs or maybe the Legacy, the stainless steel. Uh, those have just about everything, right? Be a lot of stuff here for purchase. And um, so it's a great time to come by, meet uh, meet Tim and Braden, watch Braden spin out some, um, some of those uh, – interesting streamers that he ties. I know he'll be doing that. So. Yeah. It should be so fun. So looking forward to that. So 10 to and, 4. And the fishing's going to be good. Fishing. Uh, Weather's going to be, looks pretty nice. I think there's a chance of some rain on Friday, maybe, but it's like 50% chance, which is like zero here. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, come check it out. Go fishing. Hang out. Weather should be nice. Colors are popping. Yeah. So it may be somewhat peak depending on the elevation you're at. So, yeah. Agree with that. Maybe a peak in a little bit earlier this year, too. I think it is a smidge earlier. I'd say it's probably about a seven days, eight days earlier, it seems like. Yes, agreed. So, and it's supposed to cool off uh, again, toward the end of the week again. 30s. Yeah, some 30s in the nighttime, 50s in the daytime. Uh, of course, we're some days out. That could change either way, but yeah. uh, but fall is here. So it's fall here. is here. I think so it's here and here to stay. So if you're coming to visit, fall is here. Um, as far as the fishing, um you know, it's uh, it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. It is. Uh, you we know, call this the fishing report. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's um, it's all fishing. It's all fishing. Well, it's all fishing. Uh, the Tuckasegee just have to folks have to understand. We got a lot of rain. Yeah, I've I've gotten a lot of phone calls, and it seems like everybody always focuses on the tuck, and they're like, "Oh, is the tuck? It, the rivers are blown out, aren't they?" Because they see the generation of the tuck, right? And I'm like, "There's a ton of water." And they're like, I actually had a guy today on the phone. He's like, wow, I didn't realize how much water y'all had. I did, I, I'm still coming up because I was coming to fish the tuck. And I, I was like, man, you got all this other stuff to fish. You know, I listed it all. And he was like, wow, I didn't realize all that. I got some research to do. So just know that, like, don't come here just for the tuck of CG. There is a ton of water besides that. Um, and it's all fishing good. The park's fishing good. I had guys in this morning that fished the Nanahala yesterday, the upper Nanahala. They said they caught fish all day. Every one of them caught double digits. Yeah, that's great to hear. So, I mean, even on high water yesterday, the Nanahala fished great. Um, they said it was really clear. So, I, pretty much everything looks good. The tuck's still a little off color, but for the most part, um, it looks like they're going to generate the next couple of days. So, it's probably not going to be waitable till maybe Thursday. I, if they don't change something, who knows? We'll see. Um, Duke can do that at a moment's notice. So, but all the small watersheds, the National Park, Upper Nantahala, Fires Creek, Big Snowbird, West Fork of the Pigeon, all that stuff should be fishable this weekend. You know, so come on. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And the one thing I've been telling people, Bobby, is that we are now starting to experience our fall winter flows. Yeah, yeah. With with less uh, trees sucking up groundwater, water is not going down as quick as That's it true. And basically, we talk about flattening the curve. We're flattening the curve with water. So if you look at the graph, it did this dip, and then it's, it literally is flattening out. So yeah. I really think that we're kind of going to hit those levels 
of what we might hit at the end of October, first of November earlier this year. So yeah. expect uh, you know a little bit more water to to deal with when you're waiting out there. It's just yeah. just the nature of the beast for sure. And but cool, absolutely. Good fishing, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. So definitely come check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch out for reds. Watch out for the beds for the brown trout. Yeah, yeah. I think the browns are moving a little bit. It seems that way. I was talking to somebody the other day that caught a bunch of wild browns on the upper Nantahala, there. which they're there, but usually after it's stocked, it's a lot of stocked fish. You don't catch as many wild fish. And they caught several wild browns. So that tells me that they're probably starting to move upstream, do their thing. So. Yeah, pay attention to that. If you see a couple fish paired up, some of those larger fish, just leave them alone. You know, there's no reason to harass them. Let them do their thing. Um, that way we got more fish to fish. So That's right. Should be good. That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep, yep. So we didn't really have a game plan coming into this thing today. We missed last week. Man, it's week. been a week. It's October. We, we missed folks. last week, and it's been, you know, Katie Barr to the door in the shops, phone ringing a lot and stuff. And like I said, you know, Coach Adele was out taking care of some personal stuff, which is kind of tough this time to do this time of year. And we wanted to definitely kind of keep this thing rolling, uh, obviously go over the Norvice demo day, the fishing report, things like that. But we really didn't have any kind of like topic to um, – to, to hit, um, you know, as we're having people come into the shop, one of the things that I'm stressing to you folks here when, it, you know, we're, we're knock on wood, we're still doing pretty well with, you know, with waiter and boot inventory, but, uh, but we're starting to, to, to get down on some sizes on some products and stuff. And I yeah. think that's going to be the nature of the beast for a while. Yeah. It's hard to get some of the products. So, you know, um, manufacturing is slower than it usually is. And I think everybody's behind this year, just for, you know, from what happened in spring. So, you know, certain products, it's hard to come by. Some of the fly tying stuff's hard to come by right now. Um, some of the waders and boots, there is no stock. Like we can, we can go online and actually look at stock levels. And when it says zero, I mean, it's zero and it's showing that they'll be back in stock in three, four five months out. So some stuff is just, you know, if it's not in stock and nobody has it within the country, you, you know, if you don't have it right now, you may not be able to get it. Just know that. And just, you know, be patient with us and the manufacturers. Everybody's in a pickle right now. You know, it's, there's no great solution. We just all have to kind of be patient with it and be nice to each other. Yeah. And, um, yes. Have fun with it, even though it is frustrating sometimes. We all get it. I, I know I get frustrated. Some of the takeout lines at food restaurants – are ridiculously long sometimes. And I'm like, man, I hate waiting in this. But at the same time, you got to go, hey, right. you know, they're doing the best they can. They might be short on staff. You never know. Somebody may have been exposed and said, hey, you know, I'm going to quarantine for 14 days, which puts people short on staff. So, you know, just be patient with us. Be patient with the manufacturers. Be patient with everybody. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to get through. It's fun. Yeah. We're, that's what this sport's about. Go have a good time with friends, family, and uh, enjoy the time that you have on the water and in the outdoors. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I tell you that uh, if we got it, you want it, you might want to buy it. It's it's just, just want you to know. Yeah. You know. No, it's good to let everybody know that, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. And I actually had a guy come in the shop today. He was looking for a certain hook and uh, we didn't have it. And I knew we didn't have it over here too, because obviously he kind of got the mental inventory of what we've got. And uh, he's like, man, I've been to like eight fly shops and can't find this. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how it is right now, man. <laughs> It's like there's certain things that they just don't have. We've we've experienced that with split shot. Yes. You know, it's hard to find some split shot right now. Um, so, you know, there's just certain things that for whatever reason, uh, I assume it comes from China in some way, and that may be what it is. It may not. That's for somebody else to debate. All I know is I can't get it. <laughs> so, That's right. 
we can't get it. We can't get it. Yeah. And we can do about that for sure. Absolutely. So last weekend I saw some photos of you guys went riding on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah, it was a little rainy, yeah. a little misty, but it was still pretty. Yeah. You know, we there were some times where I couldn't see 20 feet in front of me. Oh, wow. As the fog was just set in that thick, you know, that tropical storm or tropical system, what was it, Delta or whatever, that came up from the Gulf was on us. Uh, but still pretty. Um, there was hardly anybody up there, which I assume that's from the weather. And then we dropped down into Waynesville, and that town was packed. People walking the streets. I mean, it was busy. So I think everybody just made it a shopping day more than an outdoorsy day. But, yeah, it was very pretty, man. The rivers looked great. The, I actually drove by the West Fork probably right around lunchtime. Yeah. Man, it was perfect. Yeah. It was clear as a bell. And, I mean, we'd probably already had an inch of rain or better by that time. And uh, it still looked perfect. There was some – it really wasn't that busy. I think I saw like four cars, which I was blown away because it wasn't pouring rain. So I thought, man, it'll be packed. But I guess people stayed home. I, I sent some people that direction, whether they made it there or not. But, uh, but you know, uh, Silva was pretty busy too. Foot traffic was a lot, a lot of foot yeah. traffic there. Did you all stop by Barber's by chance? Oh, uh, we did. We yeah. grabbed some yeah. apples. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did. And some cider. Got some apple cider. Any pies? No, man, that line was long. Well, I can imagine. It goes pretty quick, though. They've got it down to uh, usually. If you, if you go to Barber's, try to go on a weekday. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, though, folks. Oh, it's very good. But that line, yeah. actually, my the last time we went, my wife stood in line <laughs> and she wanted apple donuts. Yes. She got all the way up, and then the guy in front of her bought the last. No, <laughs> no. Oh. So she sat there and waited for 10 oh, minutes in the line to get up there and then to run out. That's what would happen to me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she said the guy was like, hey, I'm going to get some apple donuts. And they were like, oh, we only got a few. And he said, how many you got left? And whatever, it was five or whatever. And he was like, oh, I'll just take them all. Oh, <laughs> no. That's like Christmas at the Cranks. I got the ham. Yeah. I uh, got the last ham. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I haven't but, been there yet this year. Yeah. Tanya made a stop. She brought some home. That's some good stuff. Yeah, we always try to grab some apples at least. It's nice to have fresh apples. Yeah. So. And you got it. You can, like, try the different varieties there, too. Yeah, yeah. Were they still doing that this year? Uh, you know, actually, they're not. That's right, because of coronavirus. Usually, yeah. they'll cut you a slice of apple yeah. and give it to you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, they're they not doing that oh, with the coronavirus. Man. So, you oh. don't get to try them. You kind of got to yeah. know what in your head you usually buy. And it's if you ever go, it's... Depending on certain apples come, you know, come to harvest sooner than other varieties. So it depends on what's in harvest for those varieties at certain times. Like, um, I forget what we got this time. Jada something, something, some weird. I I don't know if I've ever got it because we always get the honey crisp in the early, late summer, I guess you'd say, in early fall, but they were out of those. Oh, yeah. So, but the ones we got are good. I mean, man, I love them. I eat an apple two, three a day when we buy them. Give me a bellyache, man. Yeah, man. Gosh, they're good. Oh. It's good stuff. So if you come and visit, definitely, uh, you know, make sure you stop by. Go to the orchard. Go to go to Barber's, and they'll run through Christmas. They'll run through the holiday, Tom. Yeah, it's like August 1st, uh, I guess December 31st or yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. isn't it? They do. Usually? Yeah, you can yeah. order, like if you live local, you can order cakes and stuff, and they'll they'll get them ready for you over there, yeah. which is. Yeah, their baked goods are good. It is. Maybe you should order some some of those donuts so they have them set back. Hey, that's on my wife. She's the one that wants those. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to steal, steer away from sugar a little bit more. I got you. I'm not doing a great job of it. Oh, yeah. Trying. It's kind of tough when we're busy like this, though, too. Yeah. You know, you're like snacking on stuff. Well, and it's always like down in Bryson. I'm like, mm, I'll run across and get me oh, a drink. And why is it so tempting down there to go to the Dollar General for yeah. Pete's sakes? Let me go get me a Gatorade. Yes. Something it's like, like that. Right there looking at you out the window. Yep. So yeah. it makes it tough. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, October is going to be wrapping up here, you know, about halfway through a lot, a lot of things happening up here for us. They'll stock a couple more times. So if you're up this way and it's, I tell you, man, people are coming up, people are visiting. Um, you know, if you, if you're thinking about visiting the area, I think Dell hit it on the last podcast. You, uh, definitely with Marvin, you need to start looking at lodging. Oh yeah. A lot of lodgings booked, 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 booked. So yeah, if you're thinking of coming up anytime soon, definitely. What was that, Shannon? I think that was my phone. <laughs> my bad. I thought it was on silent. That I had a horn That's like awesome. that. I had a horn like that on my truck. Did you? I did on my step. So this is a great. This is a great. I love this. So so my papa passed away, and he had a uh, he had a seventy three. We're just gonna let that thing go because I think it's cool. I don't yeah. know if they can hear it or not. They may or may not. Anyway, it's an Uga horn. And it came out of the the woods. It was out of old car, and Papaw had that thing laying around the shop, and it was a big old cuss. So um, they lived up above us, and he decided he was going to put that ooga horn on the truck. And my younger brother, who was ten years younger than me, got the biggest kick out of that. So when he would turn in front of the house to go up the hill, he would always blow that you know that <laughs> horn like that, right? So Papaw passed away, uh, you know, way too early. I got my license and and that truck came to me and it was a 73 Ford F100 XLT long wheelbase three on the tree, you know, uh, two tone blue, uh, you know, chrome at the bottom, had a 302 in it originally. We put a 351 Cleveland in it out of a Mustang, but it had that Uga horn. And that, uh, that thing was just uh, one of those deals where, you know, going up to the, the hill at Tuscola, man, that was pretty popular. You know, just yeah. blowing the old, you just like that. So <laughs> I found that sound tone on there as a ringtone. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And, uh, till, till that, what truck, happened to that truck? Did you sell it? You know, that truck, um, I wished I had it back. Oh, that's how I you think know, everybody feels about possibly their first I wish, car. Wished I had it back. Yeah. Um, it, it got crushed. Um, did it really? It did. Like wrecked, or you? Took no, it to no, the no, 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 no. It got picked up. Um, you know, you go into military. And, you know, it, you know, it starts to set. So we actually pulled the motor out of it and and put that in a, in another vehicle there, and it just sat there. And and uh, you know, I, I just said, hey, you know, just just come and get it. And uh, I wished I had it back, but when I saw Hoovler's truck last year, similar to colors are similar. Of course, yeah. that was a twenty, you know, two fifty. Yeah, you know, back in the day, and it was nice to kind of see that it just had that smell. Oh yeah, you just had that smell. You know, that bench seat, and I think we all put the same seat covers on them <laughs> because the seats all. So we put you know the seat covers on it, right? Yeah. And uh, but I ended up, lo and behold, pulling that motor out. We built it. Um, you know, dropped a different cam and stuff in it, and that thing was you know it was a sleeper. You know, had it had a you know the Edelbrock you know aluminum manifold and stuff on it. Uh, you know, four barrel carburetor. You can work on that thing, and and got it dialed in. It had uh, BF Goodrich TA radials, you know, on it. St- you know, still had the regular hubcaps it came with, but uh, you could grab all three gears in that truck. The old blue goose is what we called it, man. You could grab all three gears in it. It, it was definitely a sleeper, and um, I probably could have got a ticket or two, but I, I got away with some stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dual exhaust glass packs, you know, with the chrome tips coming out the back, and just just some good stuff, man. Back in the day, Shannon had it. I did had the ride. I did, I did, man. I would like to have it back. And also had a, um, I had a '78 F one fifty four wheel drive, um, short wheelbase. Yeah, that was red, uh, three fifty one uh, modified in that um, straight drive with the uh, 
you know, four-speed manual, but it had, you know, first gear granny low. And I'm talking a true granny, granny cre- yeah. creeper low. Yeah. I'd like to have that one back, too. I'd like to have that one back. So, yeah. Don't don't have them, though, but I'd like to have it back. Yeah. What about you? What'd you have? My first car? What'd you have? It was an 82 Datsun pickup truck with a diesel engine. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Long bed. Yes. Fancy. Couldn't kill it. Uh no the uh, engine when I got rid uh, yeah. of it I traded that thing in for a thousand bucks on a new car did you well not a new new car yeah. but a used new yeah. new to me car right um yeah that thing it had it didn't even have that many miles on it because I was that was be I got that thing in nineteen ninety six it was an eighty two right so um when I got done with it in two thousand I drove it for four years it only had one hundred eighty two thousand miles on it yeah so it still had tons of mileage on the engine but it looked like hell it it was well it was back when those little trucks they only had a single wall bed yes oh boy so like anything you toss in the back it put a dent in the bed you know and you could see it from the exterior and some of it rusted through yeah gotcha it primered in two or three different spots and yeah it looked like hell but hey you know what i got it for free from my aunt and uncle they he it was he bought it to pull his boat and he basically pretty much gave it to me and uh yeah, I mean it worked just fine. Got me from A to B and back and forth to high school and all that. So, yeah. is it a four, is it a four cylinder or six cylinder diesel? I mean, it was four cylinder. Yeah. yeah, and he's pulling his boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did great. Yeah, a little two wheel drive. I it guess. was a bumper pull too. Back. Oh, then. it was a bumper tow. Yeah, oh yeah, man, wow. It was on the bumper. Yeah, it was a metal bumper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right to the frame. You know. That's that's the way they were. Absolutely. Yeah. So it uh the good days. Yeah, it was a good little truck. I did a bunch of landscaping in that truck. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I made a lot of money from that truck. So. There you go. And then I traded in for a Chevy, uh, Z seventy one. Yeah. That was the oh, cool thing. Oh, absolutely. That was the cool thing. Was it was it a fleet side or step side? Uh, fleet side is a straight. Straight side. Okay. Fleet side. Okay. Yeah. Just a regular old automatic or extra cab. Uh, automatic. 350. No, it was the twi- 327. It was the first year they did it because it was a 2000 Chevy. Okay. That was the first year they put those 327. Oh, you're talking about like a five point. It had a 4.8. I guess. I yeah. So they had a 5.8 and a four, excuse me, a 4.8 and a 5.3. My buddy had a 98 Chevy Z71 and his had the 350 in it. Mm-hmm. But mine smoked him. Really? Yeah. We drag them every night. Oh, uh- <laughs> It was a straight shot that was about oh, yeah. a half mile long. Absolutely. And I'm sure it was just gearing yeah. the way the new gears yeah. were in the newer engine. Yeah. You probably had a 373 gear ratio. I think the Z71 had a 373. It had the different shocks, skid plates. Uh, obviously, it had the sticker, the decal on the side, which made it. Yeah. I mean, that was it. All about, all oh, about, that's all it was. It was all it was about, about the decal. The, you could have went and bought a regular Chevy and put some off-road, all-terrain tires on and put those Z, and no one would have known the difference, yeah. you know? That's right. And saved yourself. That's right. Whatever, $5,000 probably. Right. So, yeah, we got all those things stuck in the mud one night Did out you? in the cornfield. Oh, yeah. Lord, help. It was the last time I said, I'm yeah. not using four-wheel drive unless I just have to use it. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to go looking for just, trouble. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yep, they both got stuck. One of them got stuck. The other guy tried to get in and get the other guy out. He got stuck. And then I was like, look, we're going home. We'll come back tomorrow and get these out. And as I was trying to pull out, I got stuck. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> And we Man. got a guy to come out the next day with a tractor and pull yeah. us all out. Yeah. So, and I'm sure your dad just kind of like yeah. my dad never even knew about it. Oh, does mm. now? Yeah. yeah, I probably told him. I about mean, it. he may, you know, yeah. like didn't say anything, but yeah, it was one of them things where a buddy came and picked us up. And yeah, 
we all li- we I didn't live at home when that happened. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Um, it was one of the things where we just took care of it ourselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I said, I think we gave that guy 200 bucks to bring his tractor out and pull us off. Oh, out. there you go, yeah. man. It's a quick 200 for him. Yeah. So oh, it was easy enough. He trailered his tractor out there, pulled him out. And we took it. It was on game lands where we oh, got yeah, stuck. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it was one of those like food plot cornfields. Oh, yeah. 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 Somebody. So, yeah. Jeez. Well, yep. Good to, stuff, man. It was good stuff. That was fun things. I never did that. Well, I, go get stuck? No. I, not on purpose. No. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. It well, just <laughs> it ended up that way. They did. They were out there, you know, playing around, and that's why I, I remember. Right? I remember my one friend that was going in to rescue the other guy because I mean, dude, mud was up past his door. Oh, like he was, no, he man. was in some soupy stuff. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, dude, you're not gonna make it. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna give it everything it's got. <laughs> he got about fifty feet, and that thing just went. Burnt. <laughs> And they said on the frame, you can forget it. Oh yeah. You I mean, see, the you're, suction you're on that just stops. You're done. Just stop. So, Just stop. Oh, well, yeah. good times, bad yeah. decisions. <laughs> it's very true. Let's get some good stories later, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm curious with the new Bronco coming out yeah, next year, supposedly. We'll see if they can deliver on that. Well, that's the question. Everybody's yeah. put down whatever, 100 bucks or whatever to secure yeah. their yeah, vehicle. Yeah, that's, that's a, that. We'll see. 100 bucks. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love the way they look. I'd Yeah. Uh, they're expensive. They look like the old one. Oh, they do. Yeah, and they it, got the retro look to them. Right. I'd love to have an old one. Absolutely. A lot easier to work on. Yeah, I mean, it's an engine and four tires. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's... Tie rods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Axle. I, I mean, it, it is. I mean, it's very, yeah. very simple to work on. Um, where these new ones, man, they... Woo! Yeah. But somebody's going to get one, they're going to modify it, they're going to lift it, they're going to do all kinds of stuff. Well, they got that Squatch kit or whatever. Really? That you can throw on that new Bronco that's got like everything. So I don't know. I'm sure somebody around here will buy one and we'll get to see it in person. So they'll probably have one sitting up here at the dealership. So what's happening is people our age, you know, are now engineers and designers. That's true. And they're kind of like designing stuff like, oh, you know. I, I remember this when I yeah. was a kid. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's back. happening. I mean, yeah. you look at what, you know, the you know the Camaro and stuff like that. Well, it makes sense from a marketing standpoint to market to those people too, mm-hmm. you know, that remember those vehicles and go, hey, they're going to want this. Yeah. So it's a uh, – and who knows? I'm sure tons of people probably emailed Ford and said, bring back the Bronco, you know. I mean, so – but make it look better than the 90s Bronco, not the OJ Bronco. Oh, the OJ Bronco, man. <laughs> OJ. You know the Bronco, too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Dale, think, had, Dale had a Bronco, too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think that was a part of, like, car manufacturing. That's that's part of the problem of it from, like, I'd say the 80s and maybe the 90s is it was almost like the trucks and the Broncos, great, they looked the same other than the back. And mm-hmm. I'm sure from a production standpoint and money, that made a lot of sense. Yeah. Because it's like – Hey, the headlights, the grill, all that's the same. Yes. Let's just produce it, and, and it just kind of kills yeah. the uniqueness of cars yeah. Yeah. in a way. Yeah, they had the Ford. So the Ford Ranger. Which and, the Bronco, too, was close to that. Right. So I, they probably, and, and not knowing, I don't want to be misquoted, but I, I'm sure they probably shared the same chassis. I would imagine. I'm sure everything was the same except for one had the – Basically, a built-in topper. Yeah, you know, in in and then the it. same thing for an F one fifty and the Bronco. I guess it'd be Bronco three or whatever they would. Call um, it. yeah, the, the OJ full, Bronco. The full. It's called a full size Bronco. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was a full oh, size F one fifty. That was basically. a one fifty with, uh, and you could, you know, people would take them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my brother in law has the OJ Bronco. Does he? I do. It's I want it. 
You uh, you want I, it? I want it. Do you? It's a perfect guide vehicle. Oh, there you go. I mean, you think about it, right? I mean, it's full drive. It's white. That thing came to. Where did, did it go to auction? Or was I watching a video yeah. of Pawn Stars? And I think they were looking at buying that thing. Like it was the actual OJ Bronco. Yeah, I tell you. That was, you know, because it was actually his buddy's Bronco. It wasn't OJ's. Right. Whatever it is. Yeah. I forget that. When guy's he name. was actually laying, lying down in the back, yeah. his friend was driving. Yeah. And he was actually in the back, like lying down. And then everybody was on the freeway on the bridges overpass, like cheering them on and stuff. I, rem- <laughs> I remember seeing it like, what's going on with OJ? This ain't the Hertz oh, commercial in the airport, man. But yeah, the new Bronco, man. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I am too. I, uh, like I said, I don't know if I'll actually ever buy one, but it'd be cool to see one. The International Scout would be a cool one too. Man, I saw some giveaway on Facebook about that. Ah, International yeah. Scout and $20,000. And I was like, yeah, this yeah, is a scam. Nice but, yeah. but man, my dad talks about those, about how they were the best, mm-hmm. like all around, could pull anything, get yeah. out of any mess vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, He's, he always is talking about this, but you never see them. I guess it probably wasn't that many produced. I don't think so. And then they probably all rusted out. I would imagine. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what happened to those old Broncos. Is a lot of them just turned into rust. Yeah. So who knows, yeah. man? Yeah, that's it, man. Cars is pretty cool. Got off on that good tangent, but it's you know what? Back in my day, you know, we throw the gun rack in the back of the truck. I don't know about you, but. We'd go to school with, with our rifle in the back, go to class. When you're done from school that day, you go hunting. Yeah. You know, it was it was normal to have the old – that was the other part of the truck. You had a gun rack somewhere. In a Bronco, they we put, them, gun on, racks, they put no them on the side. Yeah, like really? The side windows. Yeah. They would put them in there. But that was definitely a different time. So yeah. I don't, we weren't allowed to have firearms. But we could have a gun rack. We had gun racks had in gun our racks, trucks. Yeah. yeah. Some, no had fishing, some had fishing poles on them. Some I had fly hat on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like baseball hat. Yeah. Hangs on it. Right. <laughs> there you go. Some thing. good stuff right there. That's some fun stuff for sure. Well, there we go. Man, I don't know. We're kind of winging this one here, man. So so what's your boy Dak Prescott? What's he going to do? <sighs> Recover. Man, he and that was, tore you know, that ankle up. He did. And, you know, you brought that up. Um, you know, I seen the Theisman thing. I was, I remember, I remember where I was at in the living room when that went down. Yeah. I I remember that just like it happened yesterday. I didn't see the Alex Smith injury, but it was kind of real, kind of similar to, to, to Theismann's. But, you know, Dak, I thought the guy who was going to get hurt in that play was the defender that he shoved to the ground. Yeah. You know, he came and he just threw that guy down. But yesterday, um, you know, we've dropped DirecTV, and um, and, and Braden was uh, had the uh, YouTube up on um, on the you know the big TV at the house, and he was going down, and and I seen, I said, hey, wait, back up for just a second, and there was a uh, like an orthopedic doctor who apparently his he has a channel, and he goes over sports injuries, he explains them, hmm. so he had the video of of, of Dak Prescott. And he went through it frame by frame, and he actually showed it wasn't when he was tackled that it happened. When he planted, you could see it uh, basically start to rotate. So Mm -hmm. when he put that force down and planted, that's when that actually started. It wasn't actually the impact of the tackle. It had already already begun. The other thing he pointed out that I – now that I seen him go through it, I remember it happening – 
when Dak set up and he seen it, he picked his leg up, and I remember seeing him picking it, but he slammed it against the ground twice like he was put trying to put it back in place. Oh, but at the time, it didn't really <laughs> register because I'm like, oh, my gosh, that that's not good. Oh, you can see way. how it was turned. It right, was... but he actually, and if you look at it, you're like, boom, you see him like twice. Um, but he actually had the skeletal model, and he and he basically what happens is it just basically twisted. Yeah. Um, and when you have that dislocation of an ankle, it usually does go to a fracture. Uh, what I don't know is if it was a compound fracture and broke the skin, which gets into a little bit more stuff. That I don't know and haven't researched. But um, you know, they're saying that potentially he could be ready for spring ball. Yeah. Um, apparently, the Cowboys and hopefully so are standing behind. Uh, you know, Dak. They're just not shoving him to the curb. Uh, Stephen Jones, the president, has come out with a statement. Um, I know that uh, there's been a lot of support league-wise. I don't care for Stephen A. Smith. Uh, he, 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 I, I just don't care for him. But he come out and was just telling, you know, this was Jerry Jones's fault when you know the franchise tag and stuff like that. And it's not his fault necessarily it, it, that he got hurt. It's not. I think it's coming down to the money aspect of it. Yeah. So, so we'll see. You hate to see any pro athlete go through any type of horrific injury like that. Anybody, yeah. And it sucks. Um, you know, on TV with you know millions watching and TV and uh, see the pain that they're going through. It's a very traumatic event. And I think it goes back to the fi- uh, to the point that Dak was very vocal about having some uh, some issues with some, uh, you know, I don't want to say mental illness, but uh, some things in there too, the he- depression type things. And, yeah. and this can be the other aspect. You go through this here, you have to mentally go through this and when you physically get healed you've got to mentally heal as well yeah so we'll, we'll see um there what what happens with that i had to, uh i had a friend we i played softball after high school since i couldn't play baseball anymore and uh we were at a tournament and he did the same pretty much the same injury that dax got but he did it sliding into second mm-hmm. when he hit second man mm-hmm. and i remember looking and he was holding his leg up and his ankle was just yeah like you could tell, it looked like it just twisted off the leg, right? Like totally, yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> it's terrible, but yeah, there you go, man. I pretty much did that right there with yeah. my wrist. Shannon's got the scars to prove. I it. have it right there. I had external fixation with that, but almost the same exact thing with the lower distal radius, which would be equivalent to yeah. the, uh, uh, you know, to the angle. But but this is definitely not equivalent to, to you know, to to the amount of power that you have on that. Uh, Oh, yeah. ankle for sure and just uh, he's so a big the, guy so the real question is is if it was already happening before he got like tackled and landed on yeah. is it the turf remember how everybody's always said that like natural turf breaks away it reduces it and supposedly the new turf is is good about that but you do have to wonder man i, I mean you remember old old astro turf how bad oh, it was dude it was like how, con- it was yeah. concrete with grass or, or a carpet on yeah i mean that's and the way western carolina's football field how was. many people blew out knees and tore yes. up ankles even Absolutely. in baseball yes you know just oh, stopping the, in the baseline dude of, the hops were oh dude, yeah it was, it was yeah so mm-hmm. it kind of makes you wonder was it is is that turf I think actually somebody said something about the giants field well so a couple weeks right ago. so the niners had all the injuries yeah. up there and I guess it was the uh, was that at Giant Stadium? Yes, it Ooh. was. It was. It was up there at MetLife, and that's where the Jets play too. So you think there's some? So we had this conversation. I say we. It was me, Andy, and Dale. Yeah. Uh, in here last week, and we were talking about that. And the uh, the players' union president came out and made a statement that they want um, all the all the teams to go to natural grass. And I don't know if they. 
anyway, they, they had this data that says that you have less injuries, yada, 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 on it. Is it plausible? I, I mean, anything's possible. I'm not a scientist to yeah, know no. that, but the um, only thing I know is athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. If you went to natural gra- grass for all those stadiums, like some of those stadiums, like they'd have to retrofit the stadium to be able to do it. Yes. Like the Superdome. They yes. don't have a little thing where the field slides outside right. and then slides back in to get sunlight. And they can't open the and roof. they can't open the roof. Like they can in Mercedes-Benz. So you're talking billions of dollars to do stuff like that. Absolutely. So it's almost... I don't think it happened. No, I don't think so either. I, I just think it's we're to the point where they're just so strong. <laughs> you literally... The Bo Jackson thing where he's so strong you can rip your muscle away from your yeah. body. And I think that's where we're at with these people. He's not a small dude. No, he's not. Dak is a big man. Yeah. He's a big guy. But it is funny. I didn't realize – I hadn't even put two and two together that they were playing the Giants at Giants Stadium when it ha- and that, you know, a few weeks ago the 49ers had all that. Yeah, but no, the Cowboys were playing in Dallas. That, oh, that happened, but but the Niners was playing – Yeah, at Giants Stadium. At, okay. At Giants Stadium, the, and that's where they the lost – That's where they lost, uh, you know, Bosa, and they lost yeah. like good boom, 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 and also Barkley went down. Saquon yeah. Barkley for the Giants went down as well. So that's interesting, though. Yeah. It's – Turf doing some of it. Yes. I I mean, know, there's always been knee injuries. Theismann's was on, but he, got, he got rolled well, into Well, he right? got, yeah. So Lawrence yeah. Taylor, uh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. when he went down Just with the sack. Crushed his knee. It has his, uh, <clears throat> down in his lower leg. Yeah. It's sticking out. I mean, it was it was gnarly. It ruined his, he was done. Yeah. I wonder, though, if they had the, um, the technology we have today back I think then. He if he, because yeah. you look at Alex Smith, he did make a return. It was kind of ironic. It said Alex Smith comes back. You know the game prior, yeah. And then here comes Dak, and then boom, he goes down, and you're like, "Dolly!" You know, you go from one emotion to see like a guy made it back from a life-threatening injury because it really was life-threatening. Could lose his leg. Yeah. Will he live to the point where this guy goes down? So yeah, amazing, amazing. So we'll, well see. knock on wood, I've never broken a bone. Oh, really? Never broken a bone in my you, body. Man. I hope you don't. So with I, all the stupid I stuff I did and playing football, baseball, basketball, I never twisted some ankles, but never, never anything too serious. I didn't until I was in the military. Yeah, of all all the stuff too, <laughs> and all the stuff we did as kids. Yeah, I mean all the falling out of trees and wrecking bikes, and I had many opportunities to me to too. really whack some stuff up. But I left I mean, a lot of skin on asphalt oh, and trees man. and stuff like that, yes. but never uh, never broke anything. Never had stitches either. Me either. Until never had stitches. Wham! I mean, it, it's uh, I I I think we all as, as kids back then we had the chances for that, but it yeah yeah it's it, it happens. But uh, yeah, we'll see. NFL season's been quite interesting so far. Um, my Cowboys are two and three and leading the division. Man, North Carolina is number five in the country. I know, for, but they've not I know. played. I mean, they scored fifty six points the other it's day. Just, it's weird to see like teams that, and not to say that they shouldn't yeah. be a top twenty five team, but it's just weird to see teams that you're like they're not number five in the country. Yeah, but, but it's because half the country's not playing. Right, right. So the Big Ten's coming back. Yeah. Um, but you look at they look at LSU's lost two. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just like what's going on that Ole Miss Alabama game. Holy cow! Uh, Auburn got away with with uh, with uh, supposed to be spiking a ball, but he turns. It, first of all, it was a fumble. Then he picks it up and he goes to spike it, but he turns around backwards and spike it. <laughs> that should have been a fumble recovered by the other team. They called it wrong, and so they kick a field goal and win. So yeah. there's some crazy stuff last weekend, but uh, 
But uh, Clemson Tigers are still rolling. Um, they're going to have a big matchup with Notre Dame at Notre Dame this year. That could be. But they're doing the top – ACC's taking the top two teams. They're not doing an Atlantic and Coastal. So it's just whoever's best the out top, of the entire – The top two teams will play each other for the, for the ACC championship this year. That's cool. You think no. NCAA will do anything for, like, national champion? Or are they just going to be like, no, nah, we're not doing it? Oh, no, this is going down. You think there's a football just, playoff just for oh, money yeah. reasons? Oh yeah, yeah. You saw what happened when the ACC and the uh, uh, SEC started playing. Everybody said, hmm, oh, "I think let's, we can play," you yeah, know. And they seen like, "Ooh, money!" It was dollars, right? Yep, absolutely. So uh, you know, and that's what kind of goes this time of year. We get people coming up here to fish. They're watching football afterwards, and, and we're starting to see that. So yeah. it's it's all kind of falling back in place and. The MLB playoffs as well, championships. Um, you know, the Braves and the Dodgers are playing, and you got the Rays and the Astros. Astros it's with the, a losing record. Are they uh, stealing signs? I don't know, but but they <laughs> but they won now. But they're down like two to nothing. I think two games to nothing to the Rays. Yeah. And the Braves are up one nothing on the Dodgers after last night. But they should be playing now as we speak. So. Oh, gotta get home. I'm kind of hoping for a Braves Rays series. Yeah. Might be, I mean, good. kind of a kind of a little different there too. So, you know, Astros just didn't. Is this going to be that season where there's an asterisk beside I don't any know. champion? I don't know. You know, because it mean, wasn't full seasons, or but, but there was more teams in the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, it's just like hockey, man. They had the tournament. Yeah. Basically, they did a tournament in baseball. You know, the best of best of three, then a best of five, and now a best of seven. Yeah, and then the World Series. So more teams had opportunities. Maybe they should just do that. From now on, it was kind of neat because people had a chance. Yeah, because it gives people across the country hope. It did. Yeah. It really did. So, so maybe it's a yeah. You know, when we need it, our country needs the sports. We need a distraction. Need something. Yeah. Amen to that for sure. <laughs> need to come and fish. Need to come and fish. So, Absolutely. Well, good deal, Still, man. Man, I'm about ready to go grab something to eat. Me too. Uh, I think Tanya and them are doing some stuff, some crafting and things like that. So. Uh, be sure to get up here with us and see us this weekend if you can. And and certainly if you have any questions or you want to pick up any of the Norvice products, certainly, you know, hit us up. We can take care of that. We got some of the stuff up on our website, but if there's something you're wanting that's not there, just drop us an email. Um, you can email us at info at tuckflyshop.com or, you know, send me one at shannon at tuckflyshop.com and we can get that for you and get that sent out to you. So there's a lot of product. We just can't have it all in the shop, but we have access. And for that, since that's made in the USA, uh, typically those products are available to get out there to you. So uh, with that being said, I think we're going to start to wrap this up. I want to see if I can get through this without screwing it up. So Tim, and guys, I hope you make you proud on this here. But uh, special thank you to Norvice for making this episode possible. The good folks at Norvice believe that you deserve to expect consistency and efficiency out of your tying system. When tying on the Norvice, you will quickly see the benefits of tying flies while physically spinning the vise. This is a remarkable feature that I strongly recommend watching on the Norvice YouTube channel. There are a lot of great rotary vices on the market, but only the Norvice spins the hook. It's for this reason that it's been said that the Norvice is the most innovative fly tying system on the market. Never again do you have to wind the slack thread onto your bobbin spool. The Norvice Auto Bobbin does the work for you. For more information, visit www.norvice.com and check them out on YouTube to see how you can maximize your tying time by relying on the functions and benefits of the tested and true Norvice. For Bobby the Bearded Wonder, I'm Shannon Big Mess signing out until next time.